In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Sometimes as we get the bulletin ready for Sunday, I discover the error at the 8 o'clock service. So we didn't, um, I didn't switch the lessons over from whatever the 22nd Sunday after Pentecost to Reformation lessons. So the sermon is not based on the readings for today, but it's um, Romans 3, um, which would be the, the epistle reading for Reformation Day. Now we know that whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be stopped, and the whole world may be held accountable to God. For by works of the law, no human being will be justified in his sight, since through the law comes knowledge of sin. But now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law, although the law and the prophets bear witness to it. The righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. For there is no distinction. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And are justified by his grace as a gift. Through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood. To be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance he had passed over former sins. It was to show his righteousness at the present time so that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Then what becomes of our boasting? It is excluded. By what kind of law? By a law of works? No, but by the law of faith. For we hold that one is justified by faith apart from the works of the law. You're walking down the sidewalk and a man shouts from behind you, Police! Stop in the name of the law! Put your hands up and slowly turn around. What should you do? You've done nothing wrong that you know of, but I guess at least for me, I think I would put my hands up and slowly turn around. A police officer has the authority to make me stop. He has the authority of the law. Now, if he's abusing his authority, then that can be figured out later in court. But a police officer has the authority of the law given to him by his jurisdiction. God has given us God's law. God has the authority because he is the creator of the universe. God's law is given to us in the Ten Commandments, in other parts of the Bible, and is even written on our hearts. God's law is strict and demanding. God is, by nature, holy and pure. You are, by nature, sinful and unclean. When faced with the solid wall of God's holy law, you want to look for loopholes to excuse your behavior. You want to justify yourself. You want to explain your sin. When you open your mouth to make an excuse for your sin, God says, stop in the name of God's law. Close your mouth. You have no excuse. You cannot justify yourself. 
but, 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 but I can't help it. But, but everyone's doing it. But, but I feel like it's okay. But, but, but God's law is so old-fashioned. I know God says it's a sin, but, 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 and just fill in your favorite excuse. But, 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 stop. Stop in the name of God's law. Stop. The law shows that you're a sinner. End of discussion. When you want to say, but, but, Now we know that whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are under the law. So that every mouth may be stopped and the whole world may be held accountable to God. Every mouth stopped. The whole world held accountable to God. Stop in the name of God's law. God's law is harsh and unbending, but it is equitable to the utmost. We are all equal under God's law. Under God's law, the whole world is held accountable. No human being is justified by the law. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. God's law serves to curb evil behavior. It serves as a guide for how to live. It serves as a mirror to show you your status before the holy glory of God. The mirror of the law's message to you and to everyone is this. You are not good enough. You are a sinner. You cannot save yourself. You cannot earn salvation. You cannot buy salvation. You are not saved by the law. And this news is devastating to your proud self that wants to be part of your salvation. God's law declares you are helpless to save yourself. You cannot do it. You need to be saved. For there is no distinction, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. You need a Savior. The amazing good news is that your Savior has come. Forgiveness is a gift to you from the Son of God who comes as the Lamb of God to take away the sin of the world. Righteousness with God is not found in the law, but in the blood of Jesus. The law shows you your sin. Righteousness comes from God apart from your sin, apart from the law. But now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law, although the law and the prophets bear witness to it. You are justified by his grace as a gift. Through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. Propitiation is a good vocab word. It means to appease, to conciliate. It is to offer a sacrifice that appeases God's just judgment and righteous anger against us and our sin. And Jesus is not just the propitiator, he is the propitiation. Jesus appeases God's anger at your sin and gives you his righteousness to be received by faith. Faith is also not something that you do. Faith is a gift of the Holy Spirit. 
Faith receives God's gift of forgiveness and eternal life. At the 1045 service this morning, we're going to get to witness a miracle. Little Samuel Christopher Kerr will be baptized. Samuel's two weeks old. He doesn't do much except eat, sleep, pee, poop. Sometimes he throws up. God will redeem Samuel this morning in the waters of baptism and transfer him from the domain of darkness into the light of Christ. And together, we as the church will renounce the devil and all his works and all his ways and will confess belief in God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Samuel was born on the afternoon of October 14th. This morning he will be born again with water and the Spirit. Samuel will receive the Holy Spirit. He'll be given the gift of saving faith in Jesus even though we cannot understand the faith of a two-week-old. We cannot really understand faith at all. The righteousness of God will be given to Samuel not because of anything Samuel has done, but because of what Jesus has done for Samuel. It does hurt your sinful pride, but your salvation is accomplished 100% by Jesus, so you can trust completely that it was done fully and correctly. You'll still struggle with sinful temptations, but you will struggle as one redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. The battle against evil continues but the war is already won. If you're ever tempted to brag about your faith or your holy living or your pious practices, then what becomes of our boasting? It is excluded. By what kind of law? By a law of works? No. But by the law of faith. There is nothing to boast about from yourself because there's nothing that you have done. Poor in spirit, you come to God with empty hands, and he fills you to overflowing. You do not have anything to do with your salvation. Thanks be to God, you can trust that it is finished. And when Satan accuses you of your sin and tries to convince you that there is no way that God could love and forgive a sinner like you, declare to him, Stop in the name of the gospel. Tell him, you're right, devil. I'm a sinner. But Jesus has forgiven me all my sins and I belong to him forever. You lying devil, stop in the name of the gospel. Your salvation is secure because it is accomplished 100% by Jesus. It is not about you. It's about Jesus for you. Amen. And now may the peace of God, the peace that is beyond understanding, keep your hearts and minds in true faith until our Lord Jesus returns in glory. Amen. We rise to sing the creedal hymn in 954.